0: Bradalone's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic podcast number 425, July 27th, 2020. It was 104 degrees on this day in 1931 and as chilly as 49 degrees on two occasions, 1962 and 1971. If you've seen the weather forecast for this week, it might be the most glorious week of summer. Oh. There's a lot of swimming left. If you own a lake home, you've got a pond or the old swimming hole on the property. Get Aquaside out there. They've been helping people maintain great beaches for years with a complete line of lake and pond control products to take care of everything from weeds to algae. Aquaside products are easy to use. They work right away and they are registered with both the EPA and the DNR. So they're completely safe for you and your family. There is no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside white bear lake company they'll help you identify your weed problem make sure your place looks great all summer long and there's a lot of summer left call aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to aquaside.com and now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of spoon lake it's garage logic With rookie on production, Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Police are uh, investigating. Well, we still have police in Minneapolis. Police are investigating a rash of vandalism from Saturday night that targeted the area around U.S. Bank Stadium, including the Viking ship that sits on the plaza outside the stadium. Video surveillance is being reviewed to determine who spray-painted graffiti on stadium property. Uh, One of those graffiti said, kill all cops. Nice. Uh, This is about 10 p.m. Minneapolis police spokesman John Elder said uh, it was about 50 to 100 people marching to 4th Street in Chicago. The crowd crowd was at the stadium for a short time, Elder said. They went to Elliott Park and had dispersed by the time police arrived. This was a group of people being lawless. This wasn't wanting to affect change. This wasn't anything other than a group of people wishing to destroy property, he said Sunday morning. Uh, 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 Let me pause here before I finish this. You'll note that the city council wants to uh, strip Elder of his spokesperson duties. Yep, they sure do. And the city council wants to do the speaking for the police. Oh, great. Hello? mm mm-hmm. yeah. Damage was mostly anti-police graffiti on stadium signs and the Viking ship. The stadium is fenced off for ongoing construction work, so the building itself doesn't appear to be damaged. The Minnesota Sports Facilities Authority uh, said it's aware of the vandalism. We'll c- clean it up as quick as possible, said Lisa, niece spokesman for the authority. A building across the street was tagged with graffiti, and a window was broken. Nearby, several government buildings were vandalized with graffiti, uh, including... Oh, man, I got a Roycey like gas yeah, attack going on. that going on? Including the Hennepin County Medical Examiner's <clears throat> Office, the Juvenile Justice Center, and the Hennepin County Public Safety Facility and Federal Courthouse. Okay. If uh, Fry and the City Council don't get a handle on this, and, and if they don't come to their senses, I, I see a. Can anyone doubt me when I say it? I would think the Twins and the Vikings would look seriously at their
1: future in the Twin Cities. One hundred percent, absolutely. Why and why wouldn't they? You know, they're they're going to benefit, not benefit. That's probably the wrong word, but they're going to be okay because fans weren't going to be allowed to go to Twins games this summer anyway. Right. But what? Who in God's name would want to take? I, I go to a half a dozen with my family every year. I there is not a chance in hell. I would take my family to a Twins game right now. Plus
2: the option of hopping on the parking here and hopping on the light rail. No chance. Nope. We'll never do that again. No, no I'm. I'm. I, I. do. I. I have. Uh,
0: Santa Bell Jim sent me a wonderful video, of uh, called Sunday Night in the Sixties, and it was just short clips of all the musical acts that Ed Sullivan had on. The Beatles, The Stones, The Doors, Creedence Clearwater Revival, The Animals. And up popped Petula Clark, singing oh. downtown. Mm. Right. Can you remember the lyrics to that? pulling up do, right do, now.
2: Do, is, is, is anybody, are you having any internet issues here? Ooh, it was but, what yeah. we
0: were, it, it was vaguely <laughs> yes. what we were talking about uh, the other day. When I remember when it was a big deal to go downtown,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that it was... Uh, it was action it was lights camera action and uh you felt kind of uh pleased to have a big downtown to go to you know and uh that's that vibe is really really missing but what she's doing in that song is she's singing of the glories of downtown and how pleasant it is and and uh uh cool well, I'm downtown. trying to look it up Joe, so, but I'm having internet mm-hmm. issues well i ha- I can do it here I got it Sorry. They, they they might be worth uh uh see down town there we go that's with an O.
1: that's with an w dot d o
0: w down T-O-W.
1: T-O-W. town is that one word or two is
0: fun <laughs> <laughs>
3: I have it here if you'd... I have it right here. here I life have it, like yeah, it
0: here. Like <coughs> right here. I don't have it right <laughs> here. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. When you've got worries, all the noise in the Could you do it like it's poetry? Don't read it off like it's
3: a GD instruction manual. Put some feeling and emotion. Give it to me, boy.
0: When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown.
3: Yeah.
0: When you've got worries, all the noise in the hurry seems to help, I know, downtown. Just listen to the music of the traffic traffic in the city. city. Linger on the sidewalk where the neon neon signs signs are are pretty. How can, How can you lose? the lights are much brighter there. You can forget all your troubles and forget all your cares, so go downtown. Things will be great when you're downtown. No finer place for sure downtown everything's waiting for you. well, yeah, not any more not any more pet, not any more pet they've
2: Pat. added some though um. Hop on light rail with your life if you dare to go. <laughs> downtown. downtown. <Town.
1: laughs>
0: Keep going, Ruck. Uh, that's the new uh, version.
2: Yep, there we go. Uh, the Bloods in the Crips, they are waiting for you to come. Downtown. downtown.
1: <laughs> that's all I got for now. It's sad, but it's true. Uh, You'll right, be dancing you... with him the night away.
2: Oh, oh those were the fun. days. Yeah. Those were the good old days when you were going downtown.
1: And it wasn't yeah. that long ago. I mean, it really wasn't that long ago that it, you, you didn't feel this way about either one of the downtowns in this, in this market. I
2: never thought I would have to question whether or not I can go to Murray's or whether or not I yeah. can go to Fogo to Chow or go to a play. I used to go to all the plays, and mm-hmm. all the plays are done right now, but once they come back, I don't Matthew. know what to expect yes
3: matthew that comes from a place of privilege and that's racist oh, oh, that's i'm true. sorry that's for true. being so, so damn racist. you are canceled who do what I about pay? all these uh, what about all these empty nesters
0: who uh, uh sold the big spread where they raised their kids and they moved into a million dollar funky uh warehouse loft turned into an apartment
2: uh, you mean sylvia what was her name and her husband um uh, they were well to do. Really.
0: Yeah, I know who you mean. Okay. But that, it, that's not the point. My point is who in the hell would want to live downtown right now? Now, it's it, it, it looked good a couple of years ago. Oh, it's fun. It's a cafe society. We've got public transportation. It's like we Paris. Can, Come well, on. we can walk to the theaters. And, no, uh, the combination of COVID and lawlessness has ruined it. Who in the hell would want to buy a place down there? Wow. The timing is bad. There was a big article in the Pioneer Press. I don't know. I bet it's not longer than five years ago when uh, the, the the gist of the piece was that uh, people from uh, smaller towns in Minnesota were moving to downtown Minneapolis as essentially their retirement place and buying up these uh, lofts and condos. And, uh, uh, my God, it's all turned on them. Uh, there's there's reason to believe
2: that, yeah, urban. Remember they called them urban condos. Yeah, so Yeah, ten years or whatever it was. But yeah, people but, from Rochester were buying them downtown because that's where they were gonna hang out in the big go, city.
1: Go back to the the sports team angle of this, and you you were mentioning well, what's gonna prevent the Vikings or the Twins from picking up? And I mean, the the city can always come back with you know you have a lease or or, right. or whatever right. because the both of those buildings do have. Taxpayer-funded um, ties to them, right? But but I, honest to God, the, the Vikings are a billion-dollar enterprise. Right. They could just say, "All right, well, here's a check for whatever," and we're going to go move to Phoenix or whatever. You know, they, they. But but here's another here's another way to look at it. Uh, there really
0: isn't anywhere to go. First of all, uh, you want to go closest to the country's tallest buildings, and none of those places are safe right now no exactly you you, you wouldn't move an nfl team to portland right now
1: yeah i mean it's not that they're going to thrive financially if they move to sioux falls or you know somewhere that isn't what we're seeing in portland or in the twin cities you're right you wouldn't move a baseball team to portland no
0: so you think of all the towns that don't have teams pretty much the country's tallest buildings have a team right I, I really can't. You know, Louisville, Kentucky doesn't, but is Louisville big? I think I think a town like Louisville would be big enough to support an NFL team. Because you're the, only talking what eight games a year.
1: But the reaction from people that are defending the lawlessness that's going on, uh, there was a photo that was circulating this morning of a woman that was protesting and was shot by uh, either the National Guard or police, and it said, "Look at Trump's America. People aren't even aren't even allowed." to protest civilly. Well, that's not what's going on in Portland. No, these aren't protests, been having, they're riots. Right. I've been having
0: talks with a guy who's a third, uh, in the third generation of his own family practicing law. Uh, he's been practicing law in downtown St. Paul since 1987. Uh rookie would know him, but yep. I'm not prepared yet to mention his name. Right. And we've been having serious talks about his belief that uh, Melvin Carter can be accused of, uh, accused of malfeasance and that uh, 6,500 signatures would be required on a petition to get a withdrawal referendum on the ballot. And wow. he, is, he is now afraid to walk down Cedar Street. He has changed his uh, traffic patterns to no longer, uh, uh, to always avoid now the uh, Cedar and Fifth Street. because right. the drug dealing is, is happening right in broad daylight. He's watched it happen. Uh, it's an unsafe downtown. Uh, Mears Park had to be cleaned out, uh, and, and but but and I, you all know perfectly well what would happen if I championed that cause, and we we ha- you'd have to prove that he's committed some fiduciary acts of such irresponsibility that you know, he keeps hiring people. Uh, his cabinet grows. I have another friend whose theory is that Melvin has already packed his bags and he's long gone from Saint Paul. That he's being groomed either for senate congress oh my God. And, and ultimately ultimately the next obama uh, and that it's my other buddy's contention that he's uh, he's gone he, this is just a this is just a staging ground, and one of the reasons he 's laid in so many of these people, all of whom have non performing jobs that can 't be measured for success, is that they 'll tout him as a guy who managed a big city department. Look at all the agencies he he led right. look at a and, team
2: of twenty yeah and
0: it 's all b s but that's that's that could be what 's happening uh, but getting back to that and i I think there's a lot of credibility in trying to save the city by getting through to Melvin and saying Melvin come on, man, you, you can't keep spending this money. We don't have it. And, uh, but can you imagine how anyone in this, t- what we would need to lead that petition is a black, a successful black person. Otherwise you're just canceled.
1: Yeah. Because you're racist. Yep. You, you'd be a
0: racist by, by attempting to bring this uh, to fruition. You'd be a racist, uh, so, and even a black guy would be turned on, but a black person would, black man or woman, would at least have a a foot on the starting block, whereas any white person would not. Right. He uh, the, that movement would be pilloried as an example of racism and this and that and the other thing. Uh, in other words, you couldn't win. And no, even if it, we- even if it got to the ballot, I wonder if you could win.
2: I uh, no because again that's that's the first accusation is up oh, you you don't follow us you're racist boom and like you said the term has gone down to has been muddled down to nothing but mm-hmm. that's still the first most powerful wor- racist you're racist you're not
1: because follow- it's easy right it's easy
0: i don't care if melvin's yellow or blue or green i, I just don't like that we're being spent into bankruptcy higher after higher after higher projects that make no sense given the financial straits the city is in like rebuilding aid mill road as another ode to the cyclists come on every street in St. Paul needs work
2: right I I, uh...
1: there was a story I think it was a couple of weeks ago I can't remember if Johnny Hyde had brought it up Joe or or if you did but about the city of Minneapolis and, and Jacob Fry trying desperately to balance the budget. And he did bring up that there might have to be furloughs and whatever. But did anything ever come of that? No, not that I'm aware of. And I didn't think so either, but I wanted to ask. But that's just it. They're so out of touch that they don't even realize that they're the sole part of the problem here.
0: I I predict that businesses with with leases drawing to a conclusion will probably think long and hard about remaining in either Minneapolis or St. Paul.
3: Without a doubt, right, and is, there goes
0: your tax base.
2: And is this happening, or is this going to domino effect in uh, uh, Madison? Uh, you know, uh, where else? Uh, well, Chicago's a mess right now, but I mean, is this happening in yes. all of the biggest cities? Mm-hmm. That yes, yes. Uh, well, what are we going to do? We're going to implode.
0: What's let's let's just
2: hy- hypothesize. That is <laughs> your word. Yeah, it's a uh, Hypo- hypothyroid. <laughs> <laughs> big,
0: big it's on your thing. throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hypothetically, yeah. <coughs> yeah. let's, let's hypothetically agree. <laughs> yeah, let's hypothetically agree.
3: Let's hypothetically
0: okay. agree that there is money behind the rioting. That it's. Well, uh, we're
1: going down this road, are we? Well,
0: but let me hear me we're out. Let, the let's, chopper. Uh, Kenny and I were talking about this off the year. I'm a big fan of John Cass, who writes for the Chicago Tribune. He's very good. And he had a piece over the weekend where he said he's, every everyone now with any rationale is starting to wake up to the fact they're not using the term uh, closest to the country's tallest buildings, but that's what they're saying. Daniel Hanninger had it in the Wall Street Journal. John Cass just had it. We've had it here for years. Uh, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings that are run by Democratic mayors, the more trouble there is. And Cass pointed out, that he, he meant, name names. He said George Soros is funding the campaigns of special proce- of prosecutors uh, that, that are soft on crime. Well, let's say Cass is right. What's in it for Soros? Well, so
1: what's to, in
2: it to support those? Oh, I don't
1: know. And by the way, this is an idea that's been floated to us. For, for months and months now. Right. But this is, I think, the first time we brought it up oh. on the show. But what's, yeah.
0: what's in it for the destruction? Who who benefits by the destruction of this country?
3: Is it just to remove Trump? But is that the sole Putting purpose? graffiti
2: on the Vikings stadium isn't going to get Trump removed well, and breaking windows.
3: Well, let me answer it that's, this way. That's just general lawlessness.
2: Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's
0: stay with the hypothesis, which is, what's in it? For you, if you are in fact uh, enjoying and supporting the destruction of this country, what what do you hope to gain?
2: That's a great I mean, Sor,
0: Sor, Soros already has his billion dollars. What if that's true? And I don't know that that's true about Soros. Although Cass it, is a hell of a reporter and a hell of an accurate guy, and he flat out said that's what that's what Soros is doing. So, what's in it for? Him?
3: Why would you want it, to be
0: soft on crime?
3: Isn't the question, how would he profit from socialism? Because in my view, I'm seeing this all as a reason to get Trump. uh, So Trump doesn't get elected. So that means the Democrats get the uh, presidential seat. And then socialism obviously takes over. Where we're at now is only going to get worse two, three, four years down the road. The only thing... How does he profit from that, Such? I have no idea. Okay,
2: so if the economy... Okay, let's follow the money. So he gets these guys soft on crime there is complete disarray. we need to hit the refresh button that's going to cost money. what
1: uh, is the source of George Soros's fortune uh, probably hedge funding okay I just didn't know if there was I was trying to like look, like Rook said I was trying to follow the money but,
0: but here here here's here's what's no longer an apocryphal statement not not apocryphal a hyper hyperbolic statement the The country's biggest cities are quite actually being destroyed. You're seeing it. Mm -hmm. You're seeing it in Minneapolis. You're seeing it in St. Paul. You're seeing it in Portland. You're seeing it in Seattle. You saw it in Atlanta. You saw it in Atlanta. You're seeing it in Chicago. They're, They're being destroyed. And the overarching explanation can only be that there are rioters among us who believe that a white patriarchal society... Must be destroyed, yeah. that it's inherently oppressive and unfair, and so all of these institutions that we've grown up with that was the mystery remember was going to attack institutions, uh, federal courthouses and juvenile centers and jails and and then just random capitalistic buildings having windows broken and whatnot this is a this is an outbreak of um, of of the hatred of the country committed by people who want to eliminate from the world a white patriarchal society i can't come up with any other answer
2: in order to in order to do what to, to remove yeah. um, to do what is it a black power where no. only just the the, the black no, people I, are in charge what
3: what is, to what is no to no have i like, don't
0: to have the I country think... want run by women and people of color and indigenous people, uh, who uh, uh, would call for a reinvention of uh, capitalism uh, to something we would not recognize. Mm. Uh,
2: I, 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 I. And they're what cutting corners, so it, it wouldn't be the best <clears throat> candidate available. It would just have to be only uh, women and people of
3: color. I guess. Wow, But well, I see black people, people of color, brown, whatever as pawns in their game. I think they're being used. I do oh, too. I do too. Yeah.
0: I do too. I do too. Absolutely. Well, I told I you think guys. They're
3: being promised the sky and they're they're not going to get squat. They're going to get a plate full of bleep is what they're going to get. And, I and told- you're
0: being you're you're being sold on this preposterous idea of white privilege which by definition can't exist. I can't uh, I can't account for the fate of my birth. There's no one to blame. I wasn't here right. when the decision was made to be had. And
2: sure. then who, if you have to pay <laughs> reparations, who do you pay? The guy down the street?
3: I'm not paying reparations.
2: Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm, you, I'm not you, for that either. You don't
3: have a voice in the matter. Uh, yeah, I know. It, 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 The check will be cut whether you like it or not. Well, but I, they're,
1: it's preposterous. I told it's, you guys a couple of, of weeks ago when I, when we were out in South Dakota and, and Trump came to town, I was talking to a gentleman, and his daughter and their whole family were raised right. They're a GL family. And she showed up at the protest, and he goes, what the hell are you doing down there? And she goes, Dad, look, I got paid to be here. Uh, even though she's protesting Trump, she's going to vote for him in November. What do you mean? She got, she got paid to protest? Yeah. And who, it go, and who, it, who paid her? Uh, I, I don't think I should share that on the show.
0: Well, are you satisfied that that's an accurate statement?
1: 150%, because she also had friends of hers that also had, and I also heard that rumor that same entity was paying people here to do the very same thing. Is that entity paying black people or just white people? I think it's anybody that's willing to sign up and take the check. But that absolutely is going on could right now. Can you get
2: now. a number? I could use some <laughs> extra cash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 you have any connections and email address? Yeah, uh, I'm Ruck,
1: available at 10 o'clock. <laughs> right, uh, I got some free time. Rook can't be in today's protest.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, let's all call in, though. Mm.
1: Well, uh, by the way, I'm not at liberty to share that because I don't want us to get sued. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I don't. But I, we're going to uh,
0: take a, a timeout right now, and I'm going to be very anxious to have you give me the answer off the air. Sure,
2: we can do that. But Let's I'm gonna, do I'm gonna, that. I'm going to give you an independent somewhere. answer right now, Joe, and yeah. that is live wire solar. If you would like to gain your independence from your electric bill, they can help you out with that. They'll get you a custom-designed solar energy system for your home or, better yet, for your business. If you're a business owner, just think of that. Taking that energy bill right off the top every month and actually possibly getting paid for that. Yeah, that's great. Well, they got a financing program where you can install a system with zero out-of-pocket costs, pay for it in four to six years with the money you save on your energy bill. Live Wire Solar. That's a great deal. They're the Midwest solar experts, and they'll also tell you about additional local incentives that could save you even more cash. Most LiveWire Solar customers almost see immediate savings. Call them, 651-688-2400, or go to the LiveWireSolarMN.com for a no-obligation analysis of your building or home, and they're going to give you an official report on how much money you could save right there in black and white. Owners Troy and Tim are great guys. They're GLRs. They're electrical contractors. They can do a whole bunch of other stuff as well, but they're going to take care of you and your property. 651-688-2400 or go to LiveWireSolarMN.com. You're going to be surprised at the numbers, but you got to make the call first. Uh, LiveWireSolarMN.com. One sentence too many. All huh, right.
0: This guy wears many hats,
2: just not indoors.
0: Joe Suchere.
3: GLers, let's go back. Let's go back to last week. Remember last week when I told you I got a hold of Chris Miller, the owner of Aim High Construction, MN.com? I asked him if he could get me a central air unit installed. He said he could, and it goes in tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. That was quick, Kenny. And even better yet, way better yet, it's twelve hundred dollars less than what my research had told me i should budget for the job yeah. so th- this week alone aim high construction is having a new ac system installed and the concrete work started this week it's amazing and that's how it is when you deal with the glers at aimhighconstructionmn.com quality craftsmanship timely completion and customer service that goes way above and beyond they can handle almost any job no matter what your needs are Models, new construction commercial work and yes aim high construction can get you a roof which actually could be something you might not you might need right now and not even really know it if you've had uh, winds or hail this summer they'll also help you with design consultation and work within your budget gee whiz joe just hold on here if you need it to go smoothly and you want to deal with someone you can trust log onto the website ask questions schedule an estimate and then get ready to be happy aim high (sighs) construction mn.com on july on july 20th we referenced the story
0: on july 20th the pioneer press picked up a new york times story that was a uh, in-depth profile of Derek chauvin and i don't know if you recall me mentioning that how he was a kind of a loner and uh Really didn't have a lot going for him, no social skills and what have you. Uh, and that resulted in a great letter to the uh, Pioneer Press I want to read you. Uh, because I'm in agreement that the Minneapolis Police Department needs some essential and basic reform uh, in terms of uh, providing more assurances to the public that, that discipline is taken seriously. Uh, I'm also of the school uh, that believes virtually all the police are pretty decent human beings. And and right now I've been asked to do an impossible job, especially as they're handcuffed by an ineffectual mayor and city council. But, yeah, they need reform. And this guy really hits it. Now, just pay attention to this. He's... Touching on a lot of stuff we've talked about, the front page article on July 20 regarding Officer Chauvin's personal reactions and other traits was not surprising, based on previous media reports. What is amazing to me is why Minneapolis city government, with all of its administrative manpower, including a robust human resources department, failed. First off, why was he hired in the first place? Some of these traits should have been apparent up front. Then, after he was on board, why was there no recognition of his apparent, according to the article, difficulties dealing with impromptu situations and confronting specific behaviors? Was there no recognition of his apparent issues, no progressive step process for improvement or dismissal? Why was he assigned where he was? Uh, Second thought, as I scan the human resources portion of the city website, I'm not sure there is a section where psychological assistance to operational supervision is even an afterthought. Most of what is there appears to be purely administrative. Based on the information provided, I find the whole Minneapolis city government scenario from the mayor and city council on down unacceptable Art Thell Invergrove Heights. He nailed it. The, the part he nailed is, what do you see? you see? You see countless job title after job title after job title that is merely redundant administration work. Was, isn't, but there's nobody apparently in human resources to be involved in the hiring process where you'd weed out a guy like Chauvin before you ever hire him. Right. That makes perfect sense to me. Why was he there in the first place? What what did he bring to the table that was so impressive that uh, they wanted to hire him? Mm-hmm. And that's all the reform you need,
1: a better hiring process. Well, and not to mention, after he was hired, how many infractions? And, 19. And then, the, And he still wasn't removed? Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. So there's your reform, a better hiring process and discipline that counts. That's all the reform you need. Because right now, we need that police department more than we ever have in our lifetime. Nah, I'm okay with the happy thoughts uh, patrol. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. This is, this is outrageous. Uh, the citizens of Minneapolis and St. Paul need
3: police force right now more than they ever have in my lifetime. How ironic that you would say that while I'm reading this. Citywide, the number of robberies has jumped roughly 35% to 886 compared to 657 this time last year. In the third precinct alone, armed stick-ups have more than doubled, while such crimes have gone up 47% in the fifth precinct, which covers the city's mostly affluent southwestern corner. And this is in a Star Tribune story that was just released, where uh, Star Tribune is finally admitting uh, and talking about these armed carjackings that we've been going through here on the south side for the last three weeks. There's been about three dozen of them. Yeah, and the neighborhood doesn't make any difference.
1: Nope, it does nope. not. In fact, we had one just down the street here uh, a know. couple of weeks ago, right, right in broad daylight. You had,
3: you had one yesterday, Chris, in that area where a father was dragged while his wife and kid were carted off in his vehicle by armed carjacks. But look, 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 what we've, look what we've stumbled on by this fellow's letter.
0: He recognizes the ineffectiveness and the incompetence of city governments. Uh, I think the closer you get to the tallest country buildings, you would find a similar lineup of jobs that essentially have no meaning Uh, Dealing with practical issues. So rather than rather than any of the city council members in Minneapolis having this idea, I know it will do. We're going to improve our hiring process and we're going to ensure that uh, discipline uh, matters. Rather than that, what you have is our 13 city council members who are participating in the destruction of the country. I'm not saying that lightly. They're participating in it by their own incompetence and inability to deal with the real hard facts that are on the street. So what you get instead is they want a new department of happy thoughts because they don't, they're not capable of recognizing lawlessness. They're not capable of it because they've bet their political uh, uh, tenures on the idea of pandering to the lawless by pretending that the lawless are victims.
1: Now, Kenny, reread that line if you have it in front of you about the comparison between Right now and this time last year, do you have those numbers at the ready?
3: Uh, Last graph, citywide, the number of robberies has jumped 35% to 886 compared to 657 at this time last year. Now,
1: keep this in mind. The streets were a ghost town from Mm -hmm. March 17th to about the end of April. So Mm -hmm. nobody was even out and about. And it Mm -hmm. still is up. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, for once. Blind squirrel. Right, you know, that one. Kind of works that way. Rather than meaningful
0: reform, which police departments would welcome, I believe. I think Madeira would welcome that. Rather than that, they want to strip Madeira of his job. They want to strip John Elder of his job as speaking for the police. They want to install someone with absolutely no law enforcement background as head of this new department. They're calling the Department of Public Safety or whatever the hell they're calling it. They're going about this in a way that's only going to continue the downward spiral of the city. It's happening in both cities, but again, it's happening the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings where they are led by
3: Democrats. Joe? On the part of the city council, do you think this is Hanlon's razor or do you think that they know exactly what they're doing and they're doing their part to foment a revolution that will lead to their way of life? Do you think this is a violent takeover? Yes. Oh, yeah, so do, I. How, so do I, plan, I. how do you plan I, that? I, I think
0: that the, you just read the resumes of the thirteen city council members, and read their public comments, read their statements
3: yep I agree
0: Read the public comments and statements of the city council members in Seattle
3: yep portland re- yep
0: re- read the city con- read the mayor's statements in Portland. These are people who want an end to a white patriarchal capitalist society to replace to be replaced by I guess them in power uh freeloading. With us wards of whatever kind of state they dream up that they think would be more equitable.
3: But again, I said it earlier and I, I, I'll stand by it. Black people are a pawn in this. They're being promised the sky. They're, go- they're going to be giving, uh, given a big bowl of poop. I've been telling black people for 10 years, if not longer, quit believing
0: liberals are doing you a favor. They're not. They're not. Here's another headline in the Pioneer Press that says a lot about what's happening. Wait,
3: wait, wait, Such. Liberals come back, and uh, Joe, uh, they answer that with saying that our point of view and what you just said is coming from a point of white privilege. There is no such thing. There is no such thing. Well, you have to prove it to them. You can't just say it. How we can, can prove I, how it to them by
1: showing them the resume of the Reverend Tim Christopher. I guess I could prove it to right. him by showing my birth certificate.
3: I had
0: no role in that. I had no hand in that.
3: But they say that you advanced further in life because of the color of your skin.
2: Did you have to apply to get into St. Thomas, into the U? Yes. Okay, just like everybody else did. Yeah. Uh, did you have to apply for the job at the Star Tribune? you yes. find your press, just like everybody else did. But,
0: and I got the and, job at the Star Tribune because I got a pardon for a 85-year-old black man wrongly convicted of murder in the 1920s. That's how I got the okay. job.
2: All right. And not many people know that. Bring that one up in your column next yeah, time. Yeah, and, and, and
3: you, you don't talk about that a lot, but that is something you sh- you should you know you're going to have to toot your own horn because when they come to cancel you you're going to have to say that okay, and they but he, will but
2: here's here's the here's why joe did that he did that because of the guy, not just because he was a black guy, and he was trying. He just uh, here's some injustice. Didn't right. care what color he was. Yes, right. the, the story is made better because he was probably mistreated because he was a black guy. But well, it was well. That's what I'm saying. So that, that,
0: that, and I figured it might get me a job.
2: Well, okay, <laughs> you know, dummy.
0: <laughs> His name was Roy Houghton.
2: What was the story? I forget.
0: Uh, it was right around the lynchings in Duluth, which we just went through. Okay. Remember the news stories about the yeah. anniversary of the lynchings right. in Duluth? And, you know, black guys were getting rounded up for crimes they didn't commit. And he, my grandmother, long dead, is the one who helped me. Uh, she recalled uh, she recalled th- that story, and, and she said, check the weather records. Uh, and he couldn't have been where he was... Uh, said to have been because of such a violent blizzard that there was no travel in the city. He couldn't have been where he was, where the police claimed he was. You're getting me off track. Okay. You're getting me off track. Cause what I wanted to say is here's another headline, uh, in the, uh, in today's uh, pioneer press website, charred piles of rubble remain two months after riots, midway businesses find clearing debris, no easy task. We're losing, we're losing our American spirit. I think we said last week, one of the hallmarks of of America is after disasters, we clean them up faster
2: than any country in the world. Right.
0: We repair and rebuild faster than any country in the world. We repair and rebuild better than anywhere else in the world.
2: Who's on the hook for that cleanup? Well, you... I mean, it should be done right away, but I'm saying if it's the city has anything to do with it, they should have been out there already instead of making bike lanes.
0: I'm sure there's a chain of command that begins with the city and then insurance companies. But if you're and- the
1: guy that owns the pawn shop that got destroyed, right. what incentive in God's name do you have to want to reopen that store again in this city? Okay, yep, right then, then,
0: yep. then, yeah, okay, I buy that. But then what's also absent there is... Two months later, they find a body in there? That's not America. No, it's not. That's not America. It's
3: not. it's not.
0: And if that means that city crews are lax in cleaning these places up, then that's what it means. Wow. But it just, it just strikes me as so implausible that this is a headline you're reading in a St. Paul newspaper. Rubble remains two months after
1: riots. When you go south on 35, so after you get through 94, and you drive past where they're building the new bridge there on 35W. Yeah. You can still see the post office, and it looks exactly like it did the weekend of George Floyd. It looks no different today than it did back so then. Does,
3: so does uh, Third Precinct.
1: Yep, exactly. You know,
3: Minnehaha Liquors—they finally cleared that out of there, dug the basement out. But so uh, that's not—that's not, not going to reopen as a liquor store. I—I I, I, I would take it not. no. I don't know, Joe. Um, But a lot of those businesses on Lake and Minnehaha are just uh, the area is cleaned up, but they're all still boarded up. Right.
2: Not making money, not making uh, tax money for the city. No, those
3: business own. No, their lives are over, Matthew. Their business, you know, it's over for them. Mm -hmm. And I unfortunately
0: don't think this is going to be solved November third with either uh, with with a victory by either candidate. I think I think November third is going to prove to be a a national
3: disaster. What I wonder happened? how many how many GLers are listening right now that own a truck, a dump box, and a skid loader that could actually go in there and help a, a business owner out. But you know, we got to get paid something. Gas costs money. It, it, you have to pay to dump these loads of crap off. Yeah. No, they got to get paid. i who would make that argument? You know, you know. But who who's got that money to write that check? The business owner certainly doesn't.
2: Yeah. You're you're right. If President Trump is reelected on November third, let's go to November fourth. What do you think is? What do you foresee? Uh, larger. Uh, sh- more chicanery than the George Floyd, you know, weekend after, or yes, yes. Wow. I'm
0: answering
1: your question. Yes,
2: that scares the oh, hell out of you. Plus, here. don't you
1: also oh, oh. envision about months and months of lawsuits and you know, uh, well, voter depending fraud. on the number, right? Yeah. Depending
2: on the the national uh, the uh, the popular vote and then the electoral vote. I, I there's a no, I, guys. There's I've got
3: a... an e- even darker thought, Matthew. Yeah. Uh, no matter who wins, all out war. It started over the weekend in Austin where the protest, it, there was gunfire and, and uh, a death at a protest. It, it's going to happen. In this Austin, is going Texas? to be a war. Yeah. Who's you know, going to be our
2: protector? National Guard? Federal you. troops that are smoking people? You,
3: Matthew, and that 870 your kid owns.
2: Well, I'll probably get more than that over at DK Mag's, I bet.
0: <clears throat> this is just not a very good GL show, is it?
2: Well, 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 some of them hurt. Some of them hurt. I came here to be funny, but you're really bringing me down. This sucks today.
3: Don't use that a, word. This really stinks. Yeah. It's a dose of reality, man. Can't wait for Positive Thursday. Okay. Here's a great note. Here, here we, we go. go. Upbeat. right. Let's go. Great well, note. here's a great note from Kevin McDonald.
0: Oh. Uh, I, I just hit the wrong button. Yeah, it's right here. Uh, hello gentlemen. Just another excellent experience at Grunhoffer's yesterday. The place was packed with GLers. I nice. was told I was told where the twenty five hundred square foot addition is going and let's just say it's gonna be great. Please see the attached pics of two beef kebabs surrounded by four chicken kebabs. Uh, They were delicious. I also picked up some more prime cut seasoning. They now make them in regular and large containers. It looks like we'll be doing taco brats on the grill tonight. Take care. Kevin McDonald. And he sent these uh, gorgeous pictures of these... uh, uh skewered uh, chicken yeah and, uh, and that's uh and there's still time to stop at grunhofer's old fashioned meats at the north end of hugo on highway 61 and register to win a uh, quarter side of beef from a uh, cow that spencer raised himself it's been farm raised in hugo you can stop by uh, register this is worth 856 bucks wow hey the winner's going to be announced this thursday yeah, this is
2: a grill week, man. This is a grill oh, week. I'll say.
0: Best week of the summer, yes. it looks like. Uh, Spencer will pull one name from all the entries on Thursday, July 30th, and then Spencer Grundhofer will call you, and you can stop in to claim your prize. And, yes, they're adding on 2,500 additional square feet to make more meatloaf because uh, we've just uh, created a monster there, and so has Spencer. It's the best meat market in the whole wide world. As Bob
2: Yates used to say, don't let your meatloaf.
0: Nope, don't you ever do that. Uh, It's a Grunhofer, thanks, Rook. It's a Grunhofer's (laughs) old-fashioned meats at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life
1: boy after the first 42 minutes and 50 seconds of this show i need a cocktail let's go harmony spirits is a new proud supporter of the garage logic podcast and they want me to thank all of you GLers that have already made your requests to get them inside of your neighborhood liquor store
2: yes we go to elevated but when you go in you don't go into elevated Ask them about Harmony Spirits. You know,
1: the guy that's listening to us up in Duluth, he's probably not going to drive all the way to Elevator, and they're outside of the delivery, so call your – you know what? Pick up the phone. Just call him and say, hey, can you please get – Harmony Spirits. I'm a big fan of the bourbon whiskey. Gin. We, uh, the gin's Especially really good. Uh, the vodka. The the bride had a a vodka tonic over the weekend. She loved it. Wave the cap at it. Here we go. HarmonySpirits.com is their website. You can also see their hours of their tasting room if you happen to be in town. But please, please call your neighborhood liquor store and let them know that you'd like to see Harmony Spirits inside their store. And when you do so, please let them know that you heard about it on the Garage Logic Podcast. Rah. Uh Keith Wenda in Lionel Lakes writes, on May 4th,
0: 1990, the mayor published a column entitled Loon is Poor Bet for a Main Dish. In this column, Joe identifies a state senator who was triggered, to use current terminology, by the presence of our state bird on a billboard for the Minnesota State Lottery. The senator was apparently concerned having the loon on a billboard for gaming could be misconstrued to indicate that the loon itself was a game bird,
1: (laughs) resulting... (laughs) just dummies.
0: Wait a minute now, listen, listen, listen.
1: <laughs> we can't. Resulting
0: in the hunting down of loons across the state. The point I'm making, <laughs> the point I'm making here is that 30 years ago, you shine, shone a light on a, Joe sure shown a light on a problem, then in its infancy, that is now full-grown, hail the flashlight king and his well-aimed light, Keith in Lionel Lakes, and he's referring to a column in the book, Modern Caring Sensitive Male, page 67. Wow. So This is 30 years ago. The other day, an independent Republican senator from New Elm named Dennis Fredrickson stared at a billboard down on Shepherd Road in Interstate 35E and evidently stopped his car, got out, and asked somebody to read it to him. It was a billboard for the state lottery referring to the lottery symbol, the loon, as a very game bird. Fredrickson took offense, not at gambling, not at the lottery, not at the billboard, but at the idea that a loon is a game bird. This so concerned Fredrickson that he wrote a letter to the lottery's director, George Anderson, protesting the notion that a loon is a game bird. To Fredrickson, a game bird is a bird in play, a bird that might be taken by hunters. Fredrickson figured people would see that billboard and start shooting loons. We are experiencing... (laughs) We are experiencing, this is 30 years ago, we are experiencing such a dramatic intellectual decline around these parts that a fellow is hard-pressed to keep up with it. It doesn't even keep pace anymore to say that Minnesota is the first state in America altogether now where absolutely nothing is allowed. It is one thing to go around admonishing each other about smoking and exercising cholesterol counts. Now we are forbidding wordplay. I, I won't read you the whole column, but as the as the emailer pointed out, whether I knew it or not, we were around to this 30
2: years ago. Joe, I hate to say it and point it out in front of everybody on the podcast, but you were pretty damn good back then. Uh.
0: Still am. Still am, Patrick.
2: <laughs> wow. oh, wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute here. For historical purposes, banning wordplay began in the modern era, era with the opening of Gavaday Common in Minneapolis, Gavaday being Latin for loon, which somehow ties all of this up in a neat bundle. The initial advertising slogan for that establishment suggested something along the line that shoppers had another complex, a play on words similar to calling a loon a game bird. Get it? Complex? Many mm. people didn't get it, or in getting it, objected. The insecure virtually materialized out of thin air and filled the letters to the editor column with Sequious nonsense about shopping addictions. Shopping addictions are a serious problem. Using the word complex is not funny. How dare these people prey on the poor victims who can't control their spending habits? <laughs> it was further proof many people refused to accept responsibility for even running up too many credit card bills. Th- this is amazing. This is from May 4th, 1990. Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. It is doubtful anybody short of a state senator of either party is going to go home, pull the musket down from the mantle, and go out and shoot a loon because he understood it to be a game bird. Man, these books that didn't make me any money are coming back into play, aren't they?
2: <laughs> Isn't it pleasant thought, though, that he was going back, flipping through modern, caring, sensitive mail? Yeah, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're still relevant, bro. Thank
3: you. Yep. Thank you. Now more than ever, I think. I think so. I know a lot of hunters, and uh, nobody even—it's a joke. I I mean, we love to say, "Yeah, have you tried Loon? It's good, but not as good as Bald Eagle." (laughs) Right, right. Oh, I'm so funny. (laughs) You know, assistant. You ready? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: What are you going to do? A small Oregon city, less than a two-hour drive from Portland experienced rioting Saturday night as hundreds targeted a county jail and federal courthouse with fireworks before attacking businesses downtown while employees remained trapped inside. Tactics employed by demonstrators mirrored those seen in Portland, which, as of Sunday, has witnessed 60 consecutive nights of protests and civil unrest. An anti-capitalist, anti-fascist group of teens that made a name for themselves in the Portland riots appeared to raise money for the seven adults and one juvenile arrested in Eugene, Oregon, Saturday. The Pacific Northwest Youth Liberation Front's unverified account retweeted messages directing people to use the mobile payment service Venmo to send funds to go towards the their bail it still remains unclear who helps fund and organize these riots as crowds in several western cities appear increasingly armed with ammunition and fireworks as well as helmets umbrellas and makeshift shields designed for confronting law enforcement and federal officers in Eugene, crowds blocked the streets and prevent a one man in a pickup truck from passing, according to conservative journalist Andy No, who made headlines last summer after an attack by members of the far-left militant group Antifa sent him to the hospital. After the crowd crowd surrounded his vehicle Saturday night, the driver opened his door and pointed his handgun towards another man wearing a black t-shirt and helmet. That man pointed his own weapon at the driver through the open car window as the two faced off amid shouting from the crowd. The now viral video of the exchange has garnered 1.6 million views as of today. It was not clear if either man depicted in the video was among those arrested." Unlike in Portland, federal law enforcement has not been deployed to Eugene, a city of 171,000 people located about 108 miles away. Local police seem to be taking a hands-off approach by using drones to monitor crowds before intervening to quell violence. The Eugene Police Department said it became aware of a planned protest at the US courthouse starting at 8 p.m. on Saturday night. Armed counter-protesters also showed up and a man was arrested after firing a handgun into the in the air in the middle of a crowd of about 300 people. Police said the counter-protest dispersed before 10 p.m. and a crowd of 200 demonstrators who remained began to launch fireworks toward the federal courthouse and block traffic. The group then marched toward the Lane County Jail, where they threw fireworks into the employee parking lot and lit smoke bombs at the front of the facility. The now riotous group advanced downtown and began ripping down street signs, spray-painting buildings, and a police car, and smashed the windows of a Wells Fargo and Whole Foods. They also launched fireworks at the local Elkhorn Brewing and broke several windows while staff was inside. Employees were inside the building at the time and managed to escape safely as police moved into the area to prevent further damage or harm to safety, police said in a statement on Facebook. It's important to note the police were not on the ground during much of the initial hours to avoid any escalating presence. Monitoring for crowd and pedestrian safety was done remotely via drone. Officers were pelted with large rocks and police made announcements that the, assemble, uh, the assembly was uh, no on, uh, was was unlawful. Uh, police deployed pepper ball munitions and CS gas to disperse crowds of seven, seven adults and one juvenile were arrested as a result. So it's gotten to the point in Portland and now Eugene where uh, the police essentially have been told to stand down. Because yes, the,
2: we, we, the. You can't maintain lawless uh, lawfulness with doing that. You're see, there was, a
0: da- there was a day in America when the presence of police was a presence of authority. And now, uh, the police have been scapegoated by incompetent activists who work on city councils. And now, the presence of the police is not a is not a symbol of authority. It's a symbol of uh, oppression. And therefore, uh, they they must stand down. So what this, basically is, this what, is where we are, folks. This, this is, is
1: where we are. What Portland did basically then was take the baton from the city of Minneapolis.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, they've that Portland right now oh, is Minneapolis doubt. squared. Yeah seattle minneapolis squared uh thank god we're okay here what's what's been keeping us uh reasonably peaceful despite the horrible increase in crime and car hijackings and kids as young as 12 pointing guns at people uh we haven't had the the destruction that these other cities are experiencing mm. and I, I i i don't know who to credit for that
1: i don't think anyone deserves to be credited right now because like you just said Crime, the crime is skyrocketing here. You're just not seeing the destruction of public property like you were a couple of weeks ago, but it's still really bad here.
0: Uh, Jordy just sends in. Uh, Portland officials send federal government a cease and desist letter calling for the removal of courthouse fencing. Uh, I'll have to read it during. What? And then he signs it off. Bike lanes matter. Good luck, Jordy. Wow. <laughs>
2: Why are they wait courthouse fencing?
0: The, fe- the I'll have to read the story here. Uh-huh. I'll call it. I'll call it up right now. Okay. I'll
2: call it up right now for okay. you. You think they have better things to do than sit outside fencing? Uh, no,
3: they my fence. That's, that was a swing and a miss, Matthew. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, Portland authorities are calling on the government to remove fencing around a federal courthouse amid ongoing protests or face legal action, according to a recently published official letter. The illegally installed concrete and metal barriers are both. Uh, now I'm being sent an ad here. I don't want this ad. So don't
2: tell me they're being offended because they're uh, they're uh, oppressive fencing. Well, let me, let me the... read
0: it. The illegally installed concrete and metal barriers are both unpermitted and represent a hazard to the traveling public, said a letter sent with a cease and desist order to a federal official last Thursday. Among other things, they block a bike lane. According to the document oh. published mm-hmm. online by Willamette yeah. Week, they block a block of bike lane. Unidentified agents of the federal government have placed unpermitted fencing and barriers in the city's right of way outside the Hatfield Federal Courthouse. The letter states the fencing and barriers in the right of way create a hazard for Portlanders by blocking the bike lane on Southwest Main, which is the premier bike facility into downtown Portland. Oh god. Failure to remove the fencing would violate city code and administrative rules and will be subject to fines and potential legal action said the letter. Uh, I want to know who wrote it. A spokesman for the US General Services Administration which received the letter from Portland's transportation and head of its and its chief Deputy city attorney did not immediately respond to Fox News request seeking comment. The fencing was erected to protect the courthouse, according to Willamette Week. But it has since become a focus of protesters' attention after nearly two months of demonstrations, which at times have devolved into riots. Since its installment, uh, demonstrators have attempted to tear it down, throwing fireworks over the perimeter. In at least one instance, they lit a large fire between the barrier and the courthouse. Okay, uh... Uh, more than two thousand people took to the streets Thursday night into Friday morning. Okay, and uh, now what you have is now, in, uh, in other words, is the city of Portland is demanding of the United States government uh, take down this fence. Uh, Which isn't that tantamount to saying we can we'll handle this? No, they won't. The courthouse will get wrecked. The right. courthouse will be destroyed. And right. uh, well, that's it- their goal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trump, of course, said we had to do that. Uh, They're anarchists, Trump said. That's even, that's a level that people haven't seen, but they're anarchists. Well, he's right. (laughs) When he's right, he's right. They're anarchists. And they want to bring about the destruction of this once
1: great country. And people will sit and, and rip him for sending in National Guard or suggesting to send in the National Guard when the same people would rip him if he didn't do anything.
2: Right, right.
0: Well, these, this wasn't the National Guard, though. I think the National Guard should be the first line of defense, not sending in federal agents if, as reported, are in unmarked vehicles and
1: unidentified. I guess I was referring to, to here. When, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, but however, uh, these these people that are destructive are so stealth that what other option do you have if you want to get them? The I
1: think that-
0: I think you've got to be careful. Well, what you wish for. Agreed.
1: I, I, I know. I
2: agree uh, with
0: that, uh, but because I don't you want everything to be careful. To...
1: Here's what should terrify us all, is the, the, the chanting mob is growing by the day. Yep. And it's going to get to the point where we're just flat, flat out going to be outnumbered by these people. And that's what's really scary. I, I used, oh, I used scary. Hold on, hold on. Mags, i Megs, bro. But that's what causes me sleepless nights, in all honesty.
0: It's not it's not much of an endorsement of scooters to point out that one of the reasons I you ride
2: escape fast.
0: Well no. get out
2: of there fast on your e bike from Bitelli. No, no. The e-bike will get you there quick. Oh, my God. Get but if we're all,
3: we're all driving down the service road of life and we look back and see Joe taking a right turn and going <laughs> off in his own weird direction. No, what I was going to say is if if some
0: young uh, gangsters want to, you know, grab my vehicle, uh, I, the scooter is uh, would be easier for me to lose than a car. So let me start this over yeah, because this refresh. really, I'm really isn't a way <laughs> to endorse my friends at EcoFund, well, Tim well, Bloom got a good and his sense daughter. Of humor, though. Uh, uh, this is where you get They're those scooters. <laughs> yeah. Scooters that get 75 miles to the gallon. I told you, I, this is my urban form of transportation. Uh, easy parking, great gas mileage, turns every errand into an adventure. They're really fun. So are the Bentelli electric assist bikes, full line of youth recreational equipment, full line of Yamaha motorcycles. Uh, helmets, apparel, great service department. And it's on Highway 61 because GLR's own Highway 61. Highway 61 revisited. Passes right. That asphalt river goes right by the front door of EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. And that's what that's called, you know, the old asphalt river.
2: The old it can, river.
0: Can take you wherever you want to go on either your electric assist bike or your scooter or your motorcycle.
1: Don't get suited. <laughs> He's out of here.
0: Look out. Ecofund Motorsports is a great, great place. We, uh, we enjoy them. And GLers enjoy them. It's been a wonderful relationship. Ecofund Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sucherey.
2: Nothing's worse, GLers, than uh, coming home, maybe you're out at a picnic out at somebody's house, and you got that dog or the cat, and they had a little accident. Oh, Yep, yep. And just the little spray you're going to put in there is not going to take care of that. you got to get rid of that stain because it's going to get very stinky. Well, I'd like to welcome a huge welcome to our newest member of the GL sponsor family, My Trusted Carpet Cleaners. My Trusted Carpet Cleaners are owned by a couple of GLers, Tim and Carla Ross. Now, it's Such, Carla is actually a longtime GLer. She's listened for over twenty-five years, and she was the runner-up fireworks queen at the state fair one year to the evil Morgan Q E Wolf Slattery. Oh, so she was a really? runner-up as a fair as a fireworks queen. I'm trying to get the year on it. I was looking for it in the show notes, but I couldn't find it. But I'm going to do some more research and find out. Tim and Carla are really true GLers, so you know that my trusted carpet cleaners will do a great job for you if you call them and you tell them you heard on the GL podcast. Well, even if you didn't, they're going to do a professional job. But My Trusted Carpet Cleaners, they've got state-of-the-art equipment and specialize in problem cleaning, such as pet odors or maybe even spills. They've got a process that actually removes the odor, not just masking the smell. You don't need that. If you need your carpets cleaned, go to MyTrustedCarpetCleaners.com. Click on the Book Online button. Yes, you can book online at the top of the page and schedule your next cleaning. They will take care of you. Let them know your garage logicians. They're trusting you, GLers, that you're going to use them, and we're trusting that you're going to respond to them. MyTrustedCarpetCleaners.com. Tell Tim and Carla that you are listeners of the podcast, and they'll set you straight up. We'd like to welcome a former almost fireworks queen. I'm going to, you should just declare her the fireworks queen as well. Give her your name again. Carla. Carla Ross. Well, I remember Carla. Well, I remember when, Margaret, uh, when Morgan cuey Wolf Slattery won it, I think she kinda I think she kinda mixed the results and I think Carla should be declared the queen for that year. S-
3: Speaking well, of Morgan, Yes. Is she showing up here anytime? I believe soon? I believe
0: she's going to be contacting the show this week. Oh
3: boy. Oh boy. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah.
0: With you know and she's got too, a lot of grievances.
3: Oh Lord. Oh. Of course. A lot with of us grievances. or with life in general? Uh, let me guess, she's upset with the protesting.
0: Well, she doesn't think there's enough protesting.
2: <laughs> wow. Maybe don't have her on. Don't have her on on Thursday. That's, that's yeah. happy day.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we have a ruling request from New Zealand. Oh, boy. Dear Garage Logic, hello from New Zealand. I am urgently seeking clarification on the 48-hour rule. It appears to me that this rule is generally applied to procurement of new items, so fishing rod, golf clubs, chainsaw, etc. My question is this. Let's suppose there was a shed that sustained some minor, mysterious damage. For the sake of illustration, let's say that it looks a bit like a trailer was accidentally backed into the door frame of this shed. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> this if is just speculation.
0: If the associated damages went unnoticed by any other party for a month or so, could one reasonably expect to claim immunity under the 48-hour rule. In my mind, this clearly falls into a subcategory or corollary that aligns with you had your chance spirit of the 48-hour rule. I urgently await your ruling. It is a matter of international significance as my wife is a New Zealander and I'm an American citizen residing in New Zealand. <laughs> no pressure. With regards, John Wilkie <laughs> in uh, wrote, rotura new zealand
2: p.s asking for a friend (laughs) yeah yeah yeah.
0: exactly (laughs) well i'm 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 a bit puzzled as to what of course of course you've cleared the 48 hour rule you you went a month but i'm i'm puzzled as to what exactly he wishes to gain from this when it is pointed out to him or has pointed out to him i think what he's asking is do i get to say that thing's been there like that forever i don't know anything about it
2: i i think i i think i know what you're surprised by joe and you might not even know this. You're surprised that she might even be engaged enough around the garage or the shed to realize that there was any other markings out there or any damage mm. done as to, you know, the, the, uh, the females maybe in your household or the kids mm. you used to have with the CP may have just walked right by something like that and not noticed any scratch in the car yeah, or trailer damage or anything like that.
0: Well, yeah. I don't sense I don't sense that he's wishing to get off the hook for any financial obligation that he and the wife might face to now repair the shed. I think he's trying to get off the hook for being the one who wrecked the shed. Yeah.
3: yeah and he's entitled
0: he's yeah. entitled to say under the 48-hour rule, he is entitled to say Oh, that, look at that. I that must have been
2: there forever. I don't even see that.
0: That's my ruling. Yes, mm. yes, uh, yes, uh, New Zealand, you may in, use the 48 hour rule. You
1: know, you talked about being observant, and uh, there's a woman that lives in my home that about, oh, I don't know, 10, 10, 15 years ago backed out of the driveway and scraped the entire left side of my truck. Oh, mm-hmm. she kept going too, huh? And um, I had to point it out to her. <laughs> ah! Yeah, i got
0: yeah. a ki- I got a kid like that yes. who when she starts hitting something she doesn't stop hitting yeah she just keeps <laughs> going what was it, it just keeps y- going
2: the yellow uh, uh, post at the bank wasn't that it yeah <laughs>
0: no yellow post at the mpr building where she had a short stint and she uh, coming down the parking ramp and just the whole the yellow started at the front right <laughs> fender and it just kept going all the way to the right <laughs> rear fender once she starts hitting something she just doesn't look stop out. hitting it look a
1: nice new decal
0: yeah i'll tell you what uh she just got a bigger car too there's not a chance in hell that that thing will escape undamaged oh
1: boy is there a family pool going as to what piece of the vehicle (laughs) Uh,
0: she and her brother did a car switch uh she inherited uh their bigger suv because she's expecting a third child. And he inherited her smaller SUV, because their kids no longer need the big SUV. Got it. So they did a car switch, and we were begging the kid, we were begging the kid, don't let her drive the car uh, until you've, uh, you, the keys are in your hand. Right, don't let right. her drive yeah, it. Because right. the the car she inherited, the mirror
3: will be off that, I would say, within three days. Uh, Sooch, uh, yeah. I hate to... Uh, dump water on your fire here but don't don't you have a vehicle at schoonovers right now i do and how did that vehicle incur damage uh well let's hear
2: this one
0: i was assigned to go to the uh, derriette drive-in over on minnehaha and white uh where was i johnson parkway of minnehaha uh, just east of johnson parkway of minnehaha and when uh-huh. I got there, the gal came out and said, you have to back into a place to wait for your order. So I backed in, sure. thought I had her down, yeah. I thought I had it pretty good, but I, I caught a little bit of the left rear bumper mm-hmm. on, the, on the concrete stand that holds up the, the drive-in menu and the uh-huh. microphone stuff. And uh, <laughs> okay. I uh, All right. didn't feel yeah, too good about it. Well, I got news for you, though, smart What'd boy. Once, yeah. I started, once I started hitting it, I stopped hitting there it. There you go. Okay. Well, uh, okay. That's the difference. I she just, would have just tried to push that thing over.
2: I got okay. If that okay, so that incident happened. But my the serious question is, what did you order? <laughs> what did They, you, what, they, what did you they
0: probably it's been two weeks in a row. We've had to get it for two different reasons. They probably have the best fried chicken you'll ever taste. Periat? Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yep. Yeah. Really good
0: stuff. Okay.
1: Now have you have my attention. So you ordered the chicken. Oh, I yeah. Love fried chicken.
0: It was wonderful. It was. It's all gone too because. There was a big gang up here from Illinois over the weekend, and they managed to take oh. it home with them. Yeah.
3: Oh, what else did they take home with them? Another e-bike? The, <laughs> the
0: boat is gone. Oh, oh really?
3: congratulations, yeah.
0: Joe. That's a congratulations.
1: big day. Very big Two weekend. Two of your
2: happiest days when you buy the boat and sell it, or give it to them.
0: That boat might as well have been the ambassador to Rome, and it's now getting assigned to Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> hard and put away uh,
0: because I, I think he's taking it to the Fox Chain of Lakes and that you know you see dead trees sticking out of the water. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And yes. He said he said, this boat's going to have a big target on it. There, it's going to be the nicest boat on that lake. <laughs> <laughs> I, he also told me that uh what did he tell me? That's the highest uh, use of recreational boats on a given square acre than any other body of water on weekends than any other body of water in the country can you move that's oh. what i said he said we don't, we're not gonna we don't intend to go there on weekends i said well for god's sakes that's the old yogi barrel line about nobody eats nobody. that restaurant anymore because it's too crowded <laughs>
3: right right
0: <laughs> so uh you know that that boat was accustomed to only uh, pure blue beautiful minnesota lakes and I'm afraid she's going to be in for a, she's for going a to tough chunky? haul. She's, she's going, going to chunky leg? Going to infection. infection. <laughs> she's going to ointment and Ooh. salve and Ooh. blood.
2: That flowage off of pus is difficult yeah. this time of year. Yeah. So gross.
3: And yeah. oh, sputum. Uh, ick, ick. Uh, State
0: fair back in the news, and I wish to share it with you in just a moment. University of Garage Logic ninety eight College of Self Esteem zip nada nothing. Here's Joe Soussure. I'm starting to get my uh, ducks in a row. The boat is gone to a new home. I got a car out at Schoonovers getting some tidying up, and uh, I'm going drawing ever closer to the day when I call up the guys at Schmelz and say, "Here I come." Nice, because uh, I'll either be driving a new Alfa Romeo, a new Volkswagen, or a new Fiat. Uh, Way before the snow flies, i got to get a daily driver, and I will be getting it at Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood, where I've been purchasing cars for years. It's on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61. Three great makes, Alfa Romeo, Volkswagen, and Fiat, and right now, uh, 0% interest for 72 months. And a 120-day payment deferral for Volkswagen vehicles. Zero. Uh, that's all. 2019 and 2020 Volkswagen vehicles, including the new Atlas, the Volkswagen Atlas Crossport, uh, which I'm kind of leaning towards. Zero percent interest for up to 60 months on certified pre-owned vehicles. Uh, Schmelz has made it entirely safe. You'll have your own personalized sales appointment if you wish. Uh, you go to the websites, Schmelz Countryside. I'm sorry, Schmelzvw.com. SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com and SchmelzFiat.com. Pick out what you're most interested in and then give Schmelz a call, 651-243-4316. And uh, the vehicle you've chosen from doing your homework will be ready for you to take a test drive and sit in and punch all the buttons and ask questions and suck in that... New car smell. Really? Oh, boy. Don't take it to the State Fair food line, though. You don't want it to smell like turkey for two weeks.
2: Smells <laughs> countryside yeah, in Maplewood. Or Maple do I. <laughs> right. Or do I. <coughs>
0: perfect
1: health. Yep. Perfect health. Okay, by, State by Fair. Way, is, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. State Fair, perfect health. Um, yeah. I have it on decent authority that perfect health might be a uh, Garage Logic t-shirt available for sale very soon. Mm. Really? Really? Yes. <coughs> perfect health. Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, local breweries to offer state fair specialty beers. The fair is a genius publicity machine, and I love them. Yep. Minnesotans might not be able to have their normal state fair experience this year, but here's a reason for a toast. Some local breweries will offer this. Do you still do the beer show? Uh,
1: it It is still scheduled, or, or it is still available, but the problem is... I'm the only one that's allowed in the building.
3: Oh, I yes see. or no? Yes or no? What's the answer? It's I available
2: w- on podmn.com. dot com. It is past that's episodes. Not are,
1: the answer. And I you really do, do. I really do want to continue do. to do it, but right now that's, it's on pause. Okay, that's what I was trying to get. at. there Here we it. go.
0: Jeez. Uh uh, Monday, the Minnesota State Fair released a list of specialty drinks and the locations at which Minnesotans can find those beverages. That would be today. Bigwood Brewery in White Bear Lake will have Andy's Grill chocolate chip cookie beer. Really? That's a no for me.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's a shame because Bigwood makes fun. Bigwood's a good brewery. Oh, they make great White beer. Bear Lake Brewery. Yeah, yep. they,
0: uh, my, my brother frequents them. Uh, Liftbridge Brewing Company in Stillwater yes. will have Cafe Caribs Key Lime Pie Beer and Ballpark Cafe's Mini Donut
1: Beer. The Mini Donut Beer nope. is okay, but the Key Lime I was not a fan of. And nope. Liftbridge does
2: put out. And many I like Liftbridge. She's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. Sociable Cider Works in Minneapolis
0: will have Giggles, Campfire Grills, Raspberry Hard Cider, and Sparkling Honey Hive Beverage. Yes. Well, i got to admit. That grill uh, raspberry hard cider sounds pretty good, doesn't and it?
1: It's, it is good. What is good. a
0: hard cider? Does it have an alcohol content?
1: Yes, yeah. It's it, it's a it, well, some of them can range from about four to six percent. Yeah, but they're great on a, especially like a day like Saturday. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, they're I love drinking. ciders. Uh, let me pause
0: in the beer story to say that I can't recall. I'm sure we've experienced it many times, but I can't recall the air being thicker than it was Saturday night, oh. uh, Friday night, Friday night. Friday yes. night and most wow. of
1: Saturday. It, it was... felt
0: like you could cut it with a knife. Yeah,
3: It was thick. Mm-hmm. Have you been out today, though? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's
0: wow. just gorgeous. Uh, Excelsior Brewing Company and Excelsior will have Giggles, Campfire Grills, S'mores beer. That doesn't do it for me either.
2: And I like Excelsior Brewing
1: Company. I don't think I tried that when it was... Did you try it off the fair, Rook? Uh,
2: yeah, it, you know, it was all right. Okay. I don't think bad. It just wasn't, it wasn't my favorite, but... You know, they cannot be a favorite, right? I think they're. Go ahead, Joe.
0: Meanwhile, last week the organizers announced there will be a drive-through experience for three weekends in August in September that will allow visitors to get the fair food. So, uh, does it, where do you? Oh, you go to the uh, you go to the brewery to get these. Yeah, they're to, available you, at the
1: tap rooms. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I got it. But
2: I, I, I wish it. they weren't. You know, so. Clever, and, you know, I know it's supposed to be a well, state beer. Give me a regular
1: he, beer. Here was the problem. Not even the problem, but here's why it started. And it started with Liftbridge, because they were the first ones to do one of these, and I know they hate when we call them gimmick beers, yep. but that's what they are, right. with the, uh, the mini donut beer, and it went gangbusters. And so then everyone else tried to copycat that, because that's all we do when we're at the fair is we get hammered. Well, speak for yourself. Well, you missed, I, I don't. You missed one, though. <laughs> Mm.
2: Uh, I'm reading from the email as well, Uh, they're going to also bring out ballparks, um, garlic, French fry beer that uh, you can uh, smell coming a mile away, and they're going to deliver some to your, uh, your house, Joe.
0: Well, it was at the fair where I discovered one of my, uh, one of my favorite beers in my rotation, uh, Deschutes Fresh Squeeze oh, IPA. Oh,
1: yes. Wow, that's pretty good. Over
0: Prior at- to the fair, about two years ago, I had never heard of it.
1: Yeah, because th- that was our post-show. <clears throat> yeah, it was our, our post-show refreshment. Yes.
0: It was fantastic. Oh, you guys
3: it. devote a great amount of time in your lives to drinking, don't you?
0: No. Devote well, I devote a great s- amount of time in my life to talking about the State Fair.
2: I would say uh, great would be uh, an understatement for me, Kenny. Well, go a little Kenny, bit higher than that coming
1: from a- I love you, but coming from the guy that downed the bottle of schnapps as we said goodbye to the radio. Hey, 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 hey! hey, hey.
3: <laughs> and by the way, fo- fellas, that photo will never make the light of day. If, no. you, if you tweet that photo, it's over. Which bored. photo is this? And nah, you never mind. Kenny nursing you, himself.
1: You never mind. You
3: I'm never still
0: mad
1: we didn't notch it every yeah, day. We
2: should have. Mark it like my wife does. Right. Wait, only whoops,
0: Monday? Only because they come to us all the way from Mumbai, India. Our friend uh, Tom Lyman sends, on this date in Minnesota history, and I never fail to learn something with these. Uh, oh, yeah. On this date in Minnesota history, July 27th, 1898. Alexander Ramsey, who had served as governor during the Civil War, sets the cornerstone of the 3rd State Capitol building. Designed by Cass Gilbert, the state capitol is a memorial to Minnesota Civil War soldiers. I didn't know that.
2: Didn't know that either.
0: Our capitol is a memorial to Civil War soldiers. Um. I know Ramsey's name is held in high suspicion by the cancel cancel culture, but... uh, You sure can't find fault with dedicating a a capital building to the great uh, men of the North who fought to uh, preserve this nation. Oh, they will, Joe. They will. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm afraid of. And on this day in 1972, boy, do I remember every bit of this. It took the news cycles by storm. In the Twin Cities. It was on this day in 1972 that kidnappers abducted Virginia Piper, wife of investment banker Harry C. Piper Jr. from her home. The Minneapolis woman was released near Duluth after a ransom of $1 million is paid at the time the highest such payment ever made. Wow. Remember that case? Virginia Piper case? I was too young, but I've heard of it. Uh, Did
2: they get the guys? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they were living large with a million bucks, huh?
0: Very interesting case. Yeah, they got them. That's all they got them. Yeah. I just wanted to look at something here in modern, caring, sensitive mail. Uh, uh, I should go through this uh, book again. It's been, uh, it's been years since I've read through it. Did you it's run a, and grab it? I have it right here. Hmm. Uh, that we were on to what, what is now developing into a cancel culture. Man, 30 years ago. You had a state senator worried about a loon getting shot because it was called your game bird for a Minnesota lottery ad. Wow, we've we've only lowered ourselves, right. haven't we? Right.
2: Yeah. Uh, any expected readings from uh, how to repair my ten-speed bike? Is he have nope. that close? <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, you got names on that one. I got that one at home.
0: <laughs> yeah. What?
2: A- I must have just. Looked yeah. it up in the dictionary. You sold or out, man. must There was no YouTube, video. you must I'm going to look at that tonight because I've got all your sushi books in the, in the library. I'm going to pull that one out and do some light oh. reading tonight.
3: Well, uh, fellas, it's evident that the uh, show is over. You've got nothing left to talk about. So I I'm do. Gonna, I do. i, I'm, I, there, I mean, now. I have something important to point out to oh, you. Here we go. Okay. When you're done, though, I want to gift you with a topic for Monday night sports talk. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, you can
2: stick around for that, Kenny, if you want. Nope.
0: Well, in that in that loon is a poor bet column, we we I noted that letters to the editor became prevalent. Well, you know why? That was pre-social media days. Sure, yeah, it was your only
2: outlet. You're right.
0: So you if you were gonna if you were gonna engage, you had to engage publicly and not anonymously.
2: Now, uh, explain to me how it works at letters to the editor. If you had something controversial, and they sent. Uh, people sent 100 letters to the Star Trib or to the Pioneer Press. Yeah. They only print one or two, correct? Yeah. And then what do they do with those other 47? That's Just toss way. them, then you go on to the next topic. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah got it. Yeah, yeah. All right, Kenny, what do you got for us? Vikings head trainer infection control officer tests positive for COVID-19. Yeah. Ooh, the showy. I uh,
0: I bet uh, uh well we'll find out shortly but I I bet Pat has a very pessimistic outlook now for the completion of even this 60 game season. You're losing two games tonight already. Mhm. And uh, uh well let's let's uh, uh thank you GLers and uh we'll uh <laughs> We'll like, get ready for the next show. like to
1: thank Kenny for setting the sports talk table with the And topic. by the way, Rook, thank you. Why? I took uh, your advice. I busted out the smoke fire smoker oh, from Fratelloni's yes. and water bottle. I did the... Uh, I, oh, the spray? It made a world of difference. So world thank of difference. You. But I love Those that thing. Those beautiful Weber smoke fires are available at Frats.
3: Hey, Rooki. Uh, Fratelloni's
2: Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Yeah
3: what's the name of the carpet cleaning business i i have a couple carpets i need to, um... right
2: now kenny they'll give you the garage logic thumbs up it is my trusted carpet they are really good people i met with them they're wonderful they're great glers if you have to get your carpet clean my trusted carpet thanks brah pod mn your home for all your podcasts on your smartphone pod on your computer and a new table talk just dropped this morning hopefully you'll check that out as well